Um, yeah, so hello, welcome everybody to the Multidimensional Journey podcast. If you are new here, thank you for so much for returning. This podcast is all about uh, spirituality, mental health, wellness, and we talk tons about ayahuasca on this channel. And um, like I said before, today our guest is the lovely Jessica. Uh, Jessica and I met through the ayahuasca community. And um, yeah, I would say we've been medicine sisters since. <laughs> yeah. Um, so please just share a little bit about, you know, what you do, what you're doing. I know there's been a lot of like changes and shifts since ayahuasca. So please take as much time as you need to introduce yourself. Amazing. Can you hear me okay on this? Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for having me again. I love doing this with you. Yes. <laughs> thank you for um, being here. So it's really funny. I was thinking about this um, a couple of weeks ago, how I found you first. I found your podcast before I even knew what you looked like, what your name was. Um, when I came back from my Costa Rica ayahuasca retreat, I was desperately panicking trying to find integration resources um and it really kind of like i i use this analogy of i came home and i was like wow this the light the glow the afterglow right it was so powerful wow. and everything was so beautiful but i also was very very aware that i left and came back different but yeah. everything was exactly the same everyone every Thing, every system, every big and small. And um, that was like the first big like integration, bam, in my face, but we'll get into that. So I'm Ooh. just, I am a life and career coach from Long Island. I also read Tarot and I'm a Reiki practitioner. And I actually am also a, I'm like in between roles right now at a lovely media news source called Psychedelic Spotlight. I give, I say everyone should give them a follow. They um, post all of the latest breakthroughs in clinical trials, legislation, pop culture news around the psychedelic space as it pertains to mental health. And they didn't even ask me to say that. I just volunteered. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And we'll, uh, I'll leave all the links below for how you can work with Jessica. Um, she just launched uh, High Priestess Healing. Yes, my, this is my ayahuasca baby. Thank you so much. I carried a short term and I delivered her a little early. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. That's all I want to talk about all day. Yeah. Um, so High Priestess Healing is my healing venture. I just la launched on Monday, the 666 portal. Nice. Um, High Priestess Healing is a pause in the machine, a pause in the system that we are in to allow for stillness, to go within and give our inner voice an actual opportunity to be heard. Um, it seems that we have to intentionally turn off the noise to be able to tune in and i have finally figured out how to do that after 36 years on this planet um and lifetimes before but whatever we won't go into that yeah yeah um, and now i'm now well, i'm giving you. 
Or we can, yeah. <laughs> it's not real, guys. <laughs> um, so now I am offering Reiki healings um, sessions um, virtually and in person, tarot reading sessions virtually and person, also tarot reading parties. So if you're in the Long Island, New York City area, New Jersey, hit me up. I'm down to clown. Um, and at some point I will be hosting um, local and non-local healing retreats and i'm just so um i'm so excited and grateful to be able to do this and uh you know i named this business high priestess healing uh she's she's my favorite card in the tarot deck she is the mystic she is the teacher i'm also a former teacher i've always loved the occult wow. and all things dark and spooky and aliens and ghosts and magic and intuition and psychics uh and the high priestess is the one who she's not afraid to go well, she might be afraid, but she goes and deep dives into the dark and comes out with a nugget of healing or wisdom and shares with others and shows them how to do the same. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And just like, yeah. So it's really, I love how you called it your, your ayahuasca baby. Cause it's something that you sound like you really burst out of your experience and then like kind of you know jessica and i were talking before we hopped on today and our last our last in our first podcast that we did together um on here was really about her experience while arrhythmia and then i was like hey let's talk about the integration and so when when did you go to arrhythmia again so i went to arrhythmia in november of 2021 the week before thanksgiving yeah so tell us like you know i think like really just wanting to go deep into like your own personal integration process and what you feel like you have had to do to kind of like take these aspects of yourself that were pre-ceremony mm -hmm. obviously you had like a deep calling and a deep knowing that was already present and then it sounds like you know, as you came back home, like everything was the same. Yeah, you were, it sounds like very internally changed and just like this deep knowing and then like taking that deep knowing and like how to, how did you feel confident in that process, even in the times of fear or self-doubt or, you know, all, all the things that come with you know, post ayahuasca after glow. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's like this period after ceremony where you feel like all your problems have like just dissolved. There's no worries in the world. And then of course our lovely protector parts and things start to arise again. So we can integrate it. So, you know, just, I would just love to hear about your process because I feel like so many people can, can learn from this. Yeah, I'm and I'm an open book. If anyone ever has questions about integration, it is a it is a lifelong journey, right? This isn't like six months and you're good to go. It's it's just a constant adapting and evolving and learning and applying. And um, yeah. I'm so grateful to have found your podcast. So to to take it back to the beginning, like I was just rabbit hole, like just trying to find any podcast I could or YouTube video I could. Um, around i would just literally type in plant medicine integration ayahuasca integration psychedelic integration and just try to consume as much as i could every day um because that you know the afterglow is so incredibly powerful i actually thought 
this might last forever. And, you know, they prepare you at Rhythmia. They treat this this retreat very educationally. And, and I'm a learner and I'm a nerd and I appreciated that. And they let us know, like, at, you know, after four to six weeks, it's going to wear off and, and you'll feel like a normal human again. And I, and I, w I went deep. I went from November till mid-January glow. Yeah. And then it was almost like, boom, overnight. Um, I woke up on a Monday and I was like, whoa, I'm back. And this is yeah. crazy. Um, so I'm so grateful I found your podcast. But um, and I I really now in hindsight really recommend people take the integration planning <laughs> seriously before you even go sit with the medicine because you're going to be juggling so many emotions and changes in, in your body, in your energy field, in your like perception of things. Um, you don't want to have to add integration planning, like finding somebody after that. So take, learn from my mistake, you know, and um, you know, the biggest analogy I use is like, I come from a family of um, alcoholics and um, substance abuse and um I'm like, I get rehab now. I get the people that go away to rehab and get clean and centered and like get in this flow. And then they have to come back to the place, yeah. like the place that caused or perpetuates the disease. And the disease isn't the substances, right? The disease is always way deeper and that's just like a coping mechanism. Um, right. But but coming back, I was like, oh, my God, I get it. I have such compassion and empathy now. I get why people fall back off the wagon and, like, can't totally. stay clean. Because it takes so much work to change every part of your day, your life, the people you surround yourself with, setting boundaries with family, setting boundaries with friends who you never had boundaries with before. And they're like, what the fuck? Like you come home from this trip and now you don't want to talk about X, Y, Z anymore. Or like, you don't want me to bring up blah, blah, blah. And it's like, sorry, but yeah, like I really, yeah. need, I need to preserve what I need to preserve. And you, in my experience, I, I felt like, ayahuasca you know my second night with ayahuasca is when i died and i was reborn and like everything was important but that experience alone kind of um erased a lot of unnecessary worries and concerns that i had been carrying that really weren't mine to carry mm. you know, like yeah. right like this codependent uh dynamic i had learned from you know family and societal dynamics um and you know they were they were taught that too yeah. so coming home and like beginning the integration process it's like you are it felt like i was changing one million things at a oh. hundred miles an hour and hoping like i hope all these changes are i hope this is all working it's like you're building something as you're trying to use it or like it just felt like all at once and then simultaneously you're also like life is so beautiful and this is such a gift and the earth and you know what's important and what's not so there's this like wild dichotomy going on of like yeah. still processing trauma and still facing your people and your dynamics and changing those things while also having like the deepest sense of for me gratitude and love uh and appreciation just for being alive and i really hadn't had that I hadn't like uh, had that before. 
I was like, you know, there were moments in my life where I was like, oh, this is the best, like college. I was like, this is it. Like, we got to drink this up. Yeah. And, and some moments here and there past that. But now it's like, it is every day I'm grateful, grateful, grateful to be alive. And yeah. that's a new thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to have that that sense of aliveness and it sounds like presence and really... Uh, I would love to to talk more about that, you know, so what do you feel like it was from whether it was the medicine or the integration that really brought forth a really deep sense of gratitude for just being here on this earth? And I maybe maybe what you're trying to say is like this this life is a miracle and it's a it miracle is. that I'm here. And I'm just wondering, like, you know, can you take us through that? What, what was that for you? For sure. I, um, so it started with, it started before the medicine, but it started the month I decided I was going to go to Rhythmia was May of 2021. That was also the same month I decided I was going to buy a home. Um, and I didn't even have the funds in my account, if we're being honest. I didn't even have, I knew it was going to come in. Yeah. Like a, a work bonus, but I was really rolling the fucking dice. Right, right, uh, right. I was like, this is a calling. This this was also like uh, I'm after a psilocybin journey. So psilocybin kind of like brought me to, to Aya, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I started, the medicine started working with me and influencing and showing me proof, like these proof loops. Yes. In May, May through November of last year. And then sitting okay. with sitting with ayahuasca, um, you know, Rhythmia, they give you these coping tools to use so you don't freak the fuck out, right? Right. <laughs> but you're you're gonna freak out though. It's just it's part of the beauty. And um when I was dying, uh, the second night I was all day. I knew the voice in my head was like, tonight you're going to die. I think I was saying it to people too. I was like, I'm going to die tonight. Like I feel it. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so I like knew going in and it was like, I was like, this is what I came for. I came here to, to have this experience, right. To fully release and, uh, let the ego parts of the ego dissolve. And, um, with this process of ego death, in my experience, um, the coping mechanisms Rhythmia gave were hold your, uh, focus on your breath. If it gets too intense, just go back to your breathing, focus on your breathing. And also remember that the universe rewards bravery. So if you need that like little push, just yeah. remember the universe rewards bravery and that might get you over that hump. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the tool, <laughs> the two tools they gave. Right. As I began to die, she took my breath. <laughs> yeah. I stopped. Uh, I like felt myself go. And then the death started. And I yeah. was with my intuition, you know, or whatever, this higher voice or ayahuasca voice um, and me. It's like, wait, like, I can't even breathe. Like, I can't even, I'm not even going to be able to cope with the breathing. And it was like, no, you're just going to go in. Yeah, yeah. So then it actually felt like I, you know, I, I don't, who knows what's real and what's not real. I don't, that word means nothing to me now, but I thought I felt I was truly dying and I 
surrendered as much as I could with, and uh, when I needed that bump, you know, I was like the universe rewards bravery after like struggling, struggling, struggling. And then I died. And when I, once I died, I like went through this, you know, it's this energy field. And then I was with my dad and then, and we were in space and, and like, there were these like rewarding, like, um, energetic moments, you know, it's yeah. not a lot of, for me, it wasn't a lot of visual. It was more like feelings, a lot of sensory yeah, yeah. experiences. And from that, and I know that might sound, I don't know how that sounds, but that is the experience that anchors me in like pushing myself to do the hard things and the scary things and take those uh, because of that experience, like the, the mm. love, you know, like the love I got, the love I was poured and like got to sit in is indescribable and life-changing. Yeah. And, and it's like, I just had to trust that surrendering to this death would bring me what I went there for and it did. Mm -hmm. And now I keep, if that makes sense, I just try to keep up um, in every way. It's so hard. It's not easy though. It's so hard. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's like, that sounds like, um, yeah. So it's like you had this internal experience where you, like kind of like you said, it's like with those coping skills that they gave you, I really like how they said like the universe rewards bravery. And you knew that in order to go into this rebirth, you had to go through death Mm -hmm. and to be able to go through it. I don't know. I would love to hear more about this, like almost like in a very tangible and safe way and actually for it to come into full completion. And then it sounds like that was an internalized resource. So now then when you're walking in your everyday reality it's like every time you're going to do something that is going to be a death of who you used to be but who you want to be now it's like pulling from that strength it's like the medicine showed me that i'm going to be rewarded for this so i know this isn't going to be fun but let's jump in there it's that's exactly it and it's I was on the phone with my mom about this yesterday because I just got very, very like game changing, life changing news yesterday. Uh, and I was like, I was like, this, it's, it's at the point where my life is a movie now at this point, the, it's like the, every leap of faith and scary thing I've done this year, the rewards have become increasingly exponentially yeah. abundant. And I don't mean like wealth, I mean like, well, like the love, the satisfaction, the achievement, the support, like whatever it is. And and without the integration, without ayahuasca and that experience, I don't know that all of this would be so compounded these last seven months. Yeah, yeah. And the integration part really carried me through this winter. And it was such a hard winter, Aya. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, you know, I was breath working with you and crying to you and DMing you like poor girl. And all of you is welcomed here. <laughs> Thank you. But um, the the integration is, in my mm. experience, what carries and reminds you 
and builds that muscle of you this it's hard to explain but it's like the integration the breath work working with an integration specialist working with a you know med building a meditation ritual for yourself building a gratitude ritual for yourself um intentionally building stillness and alone time throughout your day in this integration period that ecosystem yes is is so essential and pivotal for all of the experiences and lessons to be applied if you if i just went and sat with the medicine and came home and didn't do that build that ecosystem yes i don't know that i would be as my muscle wouldn't be as strong to pull in pull from that internal resource of like but remember remember what i showed you remember what you saw with the medicine remember what you experienced with the medicine the integration really helps you build the muscle of remembering if if that makes sense 100 percent. if you're watching make sure you're taking notes so <laughs> exactly you know like um yeah so it sounds like working that muscle of that internal memory that was really solidified it through the direct experience. And I, I just wanted to speak to that a really, really quick, because like, you know, science has shown that memories that happen, I mean, I'm sure all psychedelics, but I specifically ayahuasca memories that occur within the ayahuasca space, which is essentially a direct experience that we have of ourselves in our subconscious mind and our central nervous system holds very strong, very, very strong. And I really like how you mentioned uh, building that muscle of remembering through certain daily practices. Like that is so key and so essential, the mindfulness, the breath work, creating space you know, being able to analyze ourselves and to um, grieve and to cry and to work emotions out, you know, through like purging, essentially, that's happening outside of the medicine space. Yeah, all of yeah, that, all of that is exactly, exactly, you know, that is what the, the integration, at least I can totally resonate, you know, that's what I've experienced. That's what I teach my students. And, um, yeah, so yeah, I just, and I think what you said, like building that muscle or essentially like building a new way of life every single day, you know? Yeah. It's, it's essential for whatever you, whatever I can only speak to me, I guess, but if I, I'm succeeding, I hate that word though, but like, I'm, I'm, what is it? I'm fulfilling this path. I'm fulfilling yeah. this calling. I'm answering the call. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm really fucking answering the call. Even when I look crazy, like I know that like friends of mine that I grew up with, friends of mine from college, friends of mine from my adulthood, I know what I, I know I can sound crazy right now, but it's the thing is in those moments where I sound crazy is when I'm actually like most aligned. And oh, that's yeah. been a really big, uh, a accomplishment has been releasing the the care of yeah. that and, uh, knowing, and it's it sucks sometimes but it's but the reward make it doesn't it makes it not matter truly totally. it, it makes, 
matter. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you spoke about, yeah, boundaries with family, with friends. Um, and now you're kind of talking about releasing what other people think about you as you step into your soul line purpose. And I think that's a, something that like a lot of people struggle with, like we're, um, and I can only imagine that that's because of cultural programming, of societal programming, um, any big transformation, you know, that requires us to be different can be really, really scary, you know? So um, maybe, maybe take us through that a little bit, maybe Jessica's step-by-step -step process and like, <laughs> you know, take us into the micro because I think that's where people struggle, right? It's like, we can cast a really large vision. I think most of us, um, sometimes not, but I think most of us can. And then it's like those challenges in moments to moment. So what yeah. do you see? This um, makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. So maybe just kind of speak to, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So, um, so, you know, your, your peace has to be your priority, number one. If you are not in it, the, the more peaceful you have, the more peace you have built into your day, the more in tune with your nervous system you will become. And then you'll be able to listen to the messages it's giving you when shit pops off. Right, right, right. Okay, so that is also still a big umbrella but like let's if we back out uh back you know go deeper it's like because i have intentionally built so much alone time and stillness and meditation in this ecosystem right yes when i'm, when I'm triggered now i am i've given myself this uh this ability to employ wait time before responding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I didn't have before. That I would yeah. like, I used to, I would react. So now let's just like really simple example. I have very, uh, I have very strict texting boundaries. I don't subscribe to this concept that we should be available 24 seven. We are not, we are not built for that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't give a fuck now if that makes me sound like a bitch. Okay. It's not from a bitch place, but I understand if yeah, it sounds yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. So an example would be getting a text from a coworker or a boss or whoever work related after my time is five o'clock. If you text me after five, if I respond to you, it's because I, my cups filled enough and right, I, will, right. I will respond. And if not, you'll hear from me tomorrow after nine at some point. Totally. And that's such a small example of a boundary, but it's that's a self boundary. Like people are going to text and call and DM and whatever. You can't, I can't control people, right, but right. I, can, I can control when and how I respond. And that alone, that, that promise to myself that I keep, I'm only going to respond if I'm able. I'm only going to respond during these times. I'm only going to respond if I'm in a giving place. 
that promise to myself has made the world of difference of not feeling depleted all the time. So, you know, I'm coming from a former place of people pleasing and codependent uh, dynamics. So not everyone will resonate with that. But if you do, you get that it's going to, the boundary setting will likely be the hardest part of this integration. It won't be the perspective. You'll be like, everything is great and everything is shit, but I totally understand it. It's like, you're, you're going to have that, but it's the little minutia, the not responding just because someone's frantic because right, right. you're not able to, right? Not yeah. going to a wedding. If you don't want to. Right, right. And then, you know, bigger things, right? Like, is this person in my life who I've chosen to be in my life, are they adding peace and value to me? Or are we in this comfortable um, self-sabotaging cycle where we enable each other? Totally. And then evaluating, okay, if we are enabling, is there room for growing together and having yeah. these very difficult, painful, uncomfortable conversations and then <laughs> allowing people to walk away if they don't like the new you yeah. or, or feeling so loved and seen when people are like, I don't fully understand the new you, but I want to, but I want to still be part of this chapter with you. Totally. Do those examples make sense? Yeah. I hope everyone's taking notes. Like <laughs> It's, it's so true. Yeah. Like the, I really like how you broke down the micro and you brought in the central nervous system, you know, and like codependency, like a lot of us can be, um, in different, this is what I teach in my program as well. And a lot of people who are doing this work really talk about polyvagal theory and like being very in touch with how we feel, because that is the, the gateway into intuition. Right. Yes. So if we are constantly reacting, we're not in touch with downloads. We're not in touch with ayahuasca. We're not in touch with our higher selves. We're caught in in a regressed, you know, wounded inner child state. And especially from people pleasing, that's like I can I, I mean, speaking for myself, like that's um, from a place where I had to survive, you know, so being able to widen the internal world through the practice of mindfulness and breath work and creating that space inside through navigating the central nervous system in the different parts and realizing like exactly what you said i can't control other people and the only way this is going to work is if i set my boundaries and use my voice all the opposite of people pleasing and codependency right um because oftentimes with codependency and that sort of thing one will stay small in order to survive and we'll be passive and we won't set boundaries and um so it's really sounds like a, a journey of claiming your power and claiming your space in the world and doing that um in a way that feels really good for you i actually really loved how you know, I think a lot of times when people talk about this, they're like, fuck off, get out of my life, you know, which I have always read as like, you know, it's, it's like, that's, that's interesting. And I really like how you brought in the very, I guess, in my perspective, a very healing 
interpersonal dynamic, which you mentioned, difficult conversations, painful conversations, you know, and if this person also wants to like work this out with me and they can show up willingly and expansive with me, even though it's not going to be roses and ponies, that's also really healing as well. You know, that could reflect something in the other person. And um, as long as they're willing to see it, then we're we're on board, we're, we're, we're game here. But if they're not, you know, you've done everything you can and that's all any of us can do. And the thing is, life is so nuanced and healing is so nuanced and relationships are so nuanced. So in my opinion, yeah. Uh, there's no set formula for this. You really gotta, that's why the silence and the ecosystem have to be built. You gotta give it, I feel like we really should be in like four to six weeks of integration camp after totally you know, like hero journeys, because it's like, you gotta, you need the clarity and the stillness so that when you are re-exposed, right? Like when you're testing allergies, cut out peanuts, well, that's a deadly one, but like right. cut out, cut out pasta and then bring it back in. Like how, how does your body react to it? That's right. kind of what this is, is like, right. if you give yourself this integration period and then start reintroducing yourself to the people in your life that maybe you are questioning or not, or not even questioning right, right. Um, list your body. You're going to hear, I, he, I feel it in my solar plexus. I feel it in my heart. I feel, and it's just, it's, uh, it is undeniable now. And I'm like, holy shit, I've had this the whole time. And I just thought I was constantly anxious. And it's like, yeah, dude, your body was like, why the fuck are you hanging around people like this? Right, right, right. Um, And the thing is, some people, you might be like, you know what? I really should just be like, it's been real. I'm going to go off on my path now. See ya. And that's okay. And there's other people that like, it, it, it might be worth giving them the opportunity to step into the space because right, right. people might surprise you. People might be like, you know what? Watching you like, and this, I want this for me. And like, yeah. that's, that's the coolest is when someone is like, I don't get it. Cause I didn't drink this, but I'm down. And when they start kind of making shifts in their life that like mirror a little bit of what you're doing, you're like, whoa, we're like collectively doing something now. This is bigger right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I love how you said that. Like, yeah, people, people might not get it. And that's okay. And at the same time, they they uh, might also surprise us, you know, and it's, it's interesting, you know, like this type of work can happen, like with or without ayahuasca, you know, we're talking about pretty, like, basic healthy stuff here, setting boundaries, saying no, putting myself first before I put others like all this stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to formulate, like, I don't know. Um, like, I don't know how it was for you. For me, it was such a deep inner knowing that I couldn't go back. And I feel like that's was like the most annoying part, but at the same time, it pretty was like, made it super clear and drew a line in the sand and i was like all right i fucking get it like you know yeah and i let me know if you feel like this yeah in in the last seven months 
um, you know, a lot of my changes occurred when I first came home. Yeah. De- December through like the end of January, February. And then I started experiencing another wave, which felt like another, no joke, awakening and each death at this you know the same time at like the end of april early may brutal dude brutal and i was like this feels like i had like a really brutal weekend of life and uh you know like a breakup and i hate fucking being the girl that's always like talking about this but for real yeah yeah a breakup that like kind of like whiplashed me and and covid and um just this like awakening, I was getting these signs of like, you're being asked to do something and you haven't really moved enough. So we're going to, it felt like they were like the universe yeah, yeah. going to push you now. Cause you signed up for this. Yeah. And I was like, shit, dude. Like, yeah, it felt like the medicine. It really, for a whole ah. week, it felt like the medicine. It was so intense. And now what, what are we in June? So I'm like a month and a couple days out. I'm like, whoa, that was that was a gift that yeah, yeah. Was brutal pain that I was out loud on the floor on my knees. Yeah. Crying. I saw that. Dude, like, like, um, talking out loud to the voice in my head, the, the old narrative of like, you're yes. too, you're too this, like you're too much Jess and you're too needy and you're too affectionate and you're too loud and you're too this, all these bullshit, bullshit narratives. Yes. And I was arguing back. No, I'm not through tears on my yeah, yeah. knees in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too much. I'm not too loud. I'm not too fucking anything. And if anyone wants less, go, go find less. Like Elise Myers, go find less. This is not not the story anymore. We're not doing this anymore. We've closed it. And it felt like the universe was like, okay, that was your test. And now since June 1st, I have chills. Everything in my life, every corner of my life, every relationship I have has been strengthened. Every career opportunity is like beyond abundant and blessed i cannot even begin to describe it right everything is aligning everything is moving and it feels not real because it's that it's that rewarding at this time yeah 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 totally yeah it's so interesting as um as you were even describing that i i've i saw my own self on my knees when i've done the same thing and then you said it and i was i was like and i really was going to ask you like the true struggle of the integrating the breakthroughs, right? Because you have the knowing and then we have to face it in the 3D and fucking on all fours. Like, I love it because sometimes it takes that, you know, and that is like, you know, to me, that's like um, the spiritual aspect of this work, like being so connected to the medicine and being like in full trust and like, okay, we're on a fucking team. I trust you. Show me, tell me I'm fucking listening on my best days, on my worst days, maybe not. And like, um, humbly getting down and being like, fucking show me I'm ready. You know, like, I can't believe you just said that. You just gave me chills. I can't believe you just said that. I said that day falling from like holding onto the sink and the counter and then sliding to the floor. I was like, 
let's fucking go. Let's just, just do it. Just bring it up. Whatever this is, whatever this dark is in me, just please just bring it up now so that it's all out. And it felt like when we purge in the ceremony, it was dry heave crying. It truly was mimicking. I cannot even believe you just said that. It truly was mimicking this purging experience. Every heave of a cry was like getting it out, giving me an opportunity to consciously, energetically choose to release it. And it was like that that humbling on your knees experience and committing, like, like shutting the narrative down and physically like surrendering here. Yeah, yeah the frequency it changed the yes i can't explain it it truly everything changed in explaining it great so crazy yeah no so that makes that makes me wonder you know um so just just you sharing this um so before ayahuasca for me like i was i was reading a lot of spiritual books i was talking to my spirit guides i was in a 12-step program and it was very logical for me it's very in my mind and like oh yeah like this is great i'm connecting with god and like i'm working with my inner child and you know my emdr work took me more into an emotional world but like there's nothing like and i wonder if science can show this or it's already shown this but like there's nothing like being in yourself in your body with the assistance of ayahuasca for like six to eight hours straight that really solidifies this new spiritual experience a direct experience of my higher self not i'm thinking about my higher self i'm visualizing it no i fucking am my yes. higher self yes. and like i really feel like it sounds like being able to translate the openness to the vulnerability outside of the ceremony and just like or maybe before it was either unconscious or there was too many protector parts or like, I don't know how to explain it. Yes, but once that's know. all, yeah, once that's like broken loose, it feels a lot easier to access it and give yourself permission yeah, to like permission go, to go there and also have the tools and like how to actually work with like, you know, I'm sure you didn't get there without the mindfulness and creating space. And like, you know, that was, November of 2021 to June uh, this year, you know? So um, yeah, I'm just curious, like if you feel like having those ceremonial experiences gave you that ability to, to be in that position. It, it's, it was, it's the foundation, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I mentioned this to you before, like I was working with a therapist who was great and we got to a point where I was like, I am cerebrally aware of all of these dynamics and I can make plans to consciously choose different things, but I still feel the way I feel. I'm still attracting opportunities, people, places, and situations that I don't want to. So I felt like I had to sit with medicine because there was no other, I didn't know how to get in energetically. I didn't know how to, I said to her in a session, Barbara, like, how do I get into my subconscious? And she was like, I don't, I don't know. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I gotta, I have to, cause I don't know how else to reprogram this now. And being, 
being like with the medicine and experiencing that mind body soul purge that mind body soul like we're all on the same page now we're all doing the same thing at the same time and you're not alone that laid the groundwork for now we're able to do it without medicine it's yeah. over it's overwhelming right and it's scary i because i remember thinking i'm like what the fuck's happening like is this really right. happening am i going crazy right. and it's like no you are <laughs> awakening over and over and over and over you know totally totally um you know i saw um I saw someone's post the other day that actually speaks to this, you know, the experience of losing your mind, you know, <laughs> and uh, going crazy, losing your mind, which I think is pretty well documented in a lot of shamanic initiations, like the experience of, of with or without medicine. Um, uh of course i love ayahuasca the best so i'm like you know let's do it with ayahuasca for sure i'd love to lose my mind with ayahuasca <laughs> um and he this guy was saying that like you you are losing your mind that's exactly what's happening in order to transcend and be more yep. meta and see and like kind of see above it and to see that you know, all the false stories and all the false tapes and everything to be able to see it so clearly. And like, yeah, you're losing your mind so you can get more in touch with your higher self. And like the losing of the mind is, it's just, it's this thing that we as humans cling to, but it's actually the thing we should release. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where the medicine is. It's beyond that, it's beyond the mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. And um, I'm just trying to think. So, so it's been, it was a year last month. I'm at like month seven. I'm seven months out right now. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Cause it happened in November. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, let's think here. Um, yeah. What? what do you think has been the most challenging part i'm sure there's multiple but what has just been like fuck, dude this is hard feeling alone at first yeah um and i don't feel alone ever anymore um but you know even when i'm actually alone which is like most of the time um but i i'm never alone like i'm so i'm so connected to nature i'm so connected to, to the signs and how present spirit is in everything. And, and I'm aware, like really so aware of how surrounded we are. Yeah. And I know that most people don't think that way or feel that way. And it's like, this is the real gift, I think for me, because of how long I've always, for how long I've felt alone and not fully seen. And part of that's like my doing is like, I, I hid the fragments of myself to survive, to be liked, to get through, to do what you're supposed to do. Like all these bullshit things that we learn. Um, so at first coming home from med the medicine journey, I was like, nothing can touch me. Everything makes yeah. sense, I'm good. Yeah, and yeah. Once the glow, you know, wore off and um, everything was like 3D again, I guess. Um, 
I was like, oh no, I like did this to myself. I've like never felt more alone. Like I was like, now I'm back on Long Island, which is like, you know, I love the geographical place I live in. The people could, whatever, they could use some ayahuasca if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, I felt so alone, you know, none of, I don't have any friends. Well, now I do, but I didn't have any friends that sat with medicine. I had to like really reach into deep into my network to find people who had a similar experience and just take calls with people and, you know, reach out to people like you on Instagram and Jonathan yeah, um, and like find my way find this new support community. And that's really why I, I would encourage anybody and everybody to definitely prep before, but like really most important in my opinion is get an integration plan in in place for when you come home yeah. so that you don't feel you're going to feel it. You're going to feel alone and you're going to feel like, wow, uh, people aren't looking at things the way I'm looking at them. They're not seeing what I'm seeing no. and hearing, what I'm hearing and your integration community that support system will they'll just assure you like we're, we're with you too. Like, yeah. you know, you, cause you're really not alone, but the aloneness that'll, that was fucking with me for a, a long time. Cause that's a, that's a deep wound for me, not feeling seen or understood. Yeah. 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 I like, I like what you said. Um, you know, now integrating that feeling more, more connected to nature and to mother earth and yeah. everyone's a brother and sister. And yeah. it's, um, it's a very transpersonal experience. It's basically like the the oneness that we, um, I mean, especially in Western culture, like we've learned to divorce ourselves from because we're such an individualist, individualistic society. Because we've been taught to be so competitive, because we've taught we've been taught to treat our earth like shit, you know, like, and so it's very like this disconnected experience and then like the medicine really shows us like how connected we are but unfortunately because of all these you know traumas and fragmentation that's that's the result but um and then yeah i definitely i think that's huge like being around like-minded individuals who can see you who can hear you so you do feel understood and getting that reciprocity and getting that validation um, especially when you're totally brand new, it's like, am I like, like, I mean, definitely like I've been through the same thing. I'm like, this is fucking nuts. Like I'm a little, like the veil is a little fucking too thin. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. yeah. And that's a very common experience. Like the veil being thin, you're able to see everything so clearly. And it's like, whoa, like this is, you know, you just, you know, too much. And like, you see, so you kind of have that. Yeah you have that experience of like walking around and you're like, I know so much. And like everyone else is like, you know, um, they're not paying attention or whatever. Yes. It's just like, and it's, it's like, it, it's like any conversation yesterday, I was on a call, with a, a professional call with someone. And I was like, it was happening and on the call. I was like, Oh, this person is thinking and feeling X, Y, Z. I wish I didn't know this. And I was like, would someone else know this? I don't, would someone else pick up on this? Or is this me? You know, it's this like yeah, yeah. hyper awareness. And I was, I'm a highly sensitive person. I'm an empath. I was highly sensitive 
before and now everything is just like so magnified and amplified and it's beautiful right this is like the power she gives us um, yes but it's our it's our responsibility to really take care of ourselves to preserve and make sure that it doesn't become overwhelming yeah dude nothing that we nothing that like we are told to worry about is real nothing that we are taught to concern ourselves with matters and like <laughs> saying that to people rocks the shit out of you just you're walking trigger now you're just like walking around like a mirror holding totally. it up to people and like you you witness people's response to you or reaction to you right and ayahuasca has given me the gift of like that reaction has nothing to do with you totally whereas i used to be like i i hurt someone i upset someone by expressing this opinion or thought or desire and now yeah. it's like now it's like no live out loud speak your truth it will give other people an opportunity and permission to do the same and people are going to react to you and they're not going to necessarily like what you're saying and doing but that's okay totally yeah yeah so once again kind of speaking to that those boundaries and you know um trusting yourself yeah man Oof. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hits deep. I like fucking love me right now. And it's it. like, I like I, like I talk to myself in the mirror, you know, not even on purpose, just sometimes I'll go pee and wash my hands or not. I'll just look in the mirror <laughs> and be that. like, I'll be like, look at this cute girl. Like, look at you, look at you, look what you're doing. You did this for you. You're doing it. Yes. You are becoming the person that you needed. You are doing it. You are her. You are the leader that you've been looking for in every room since you were little. You are the leader that you needed. You're good. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And that makes me, um, that makes me think of the, uh, like reparenting work. Yes. And like speaking to those parts that are still trying to believe that, you know, yes. and um, that's exactly it right there. Like being able to stay in touch with that and connected to it and praising ourselves and standing up for ourselves, you know, um, and it's different for everybody. You know, other people might have a different reparenting internal dialogue, um, but that's that's it right there. It's like slowly but surely shifting the experience, the perception of ourselves um, with the assistance of ayahuasca, you know? Yeah, so I hope like, you know, listeners have really kind of gotten an idea in which I think most Westerners are, it's like realizing that ayahuasca isn't the only part of the process. There's so, there's, Oh, so much more to it, you know, and being able to, you know, consciously and precisely and consistently work with these, these elements that are coming up on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you, what would you say to somebody who doesn't, who's thinking about ayahuasca? Um, what would your advice be to them? Um, yeah, let's start there. Um, 
So this is interesting. I'm, I'm in conversations with a friend right now, two friends who don't know each other and are like, I'm, I'm getting the calling, uh, but I'm just like letting it sit for now. And for me, in my experience, I was like, I'm like, oh, I think you should move a little faster. Yeah, yeah. Because that call is going to get really loud, really, really quick. Um, but like everybody's got to do what they got to do. Right. right. Um, but I, I really subscribe to like, she called me and within a weekend of research, I was like, okay, that's all you can do. You, 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 you're in, you have to just commit and everything started changing. The second you just energetically commit, everything changes, everything starts lining up. Things start happening in your favor that you're like, what? Yeah. You'll get like random money or like plans will change so that your life is working out easier. Or, you know, like I went to Rhythmia, I met someone at Rhythmia, a soul sister there who was like, I didn't have the money to do this, but I committed. And when I committed days later, she like came into money to make it happen. Wow. So like my, you know, number one is like answer the call. Like time is a, is not real and it's something that we humans cling to and it's like really kind of like a fear-based uh system that we're like well the timing's not right in my life and that doesn't matter it doesn't fucking matter nothing about what you're saying actually go just go and when you decide to go when you commit to go also commit in that moment to find an integration specialist yeah a regular therapist is not going to do it i'm telling you I, and I love regular therapists. My sister is a regular therapist. They are not able, um, to assist in what life is after this because they're living in a different, um, I don't know what it is, different line, different realm, different frequency. And that's okay. That's okay. And beautiful. But your job remembers you take prioritize you. So commit to this calling, answer her, because she will get loud. Yes. Get, find an integration therapist or community. Look into the retreat centers that you're going to to see what integration they're offering. Yeah. Um, Rhythmia had an integration package, um, but I didn't opt in. I was like, ah, in my head, I was like, ah, it seems like more money and like I'll be able to figure it out. And now I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Goddamn. God like, yeah, that yeah, was totally. a lot of work, you know, and I'm, I'm yeah. lucky I found or lucky it's like aligned that I found you. Totally. Um, And then the third thing I would say is there's nothing you can do (laughs) to prepare for what changes you're gonna come back to. But if you can start your ecosystem now, before you even book your ayahuasca trip, you're gonna come back to a well-oiled machine, this ritualistic habit that will carry you so much farther than you even understand at this time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So if they feel the call, you know, don't hesitate, trust it. Yeah. Yeah, Trust. Yeah. yeah. And setting themselves up for success with some good preparation. So kind of thinking about the integration as a way to prepare. It's like, okay, I know I'm looking at some serious changes. If I decide to embark on this path and how am I going to cultivate that kind of like, how am I going to land after the experience in this very similar environment 
Yeah. And like, I'm very much a, I'm an independent overachiever. Like I, I'm always reading, researching, whatever. So my prep for ayahuasca was consume as many YouTube videos and true life testimonials as possible. And I was doing like chakra work, shadow work. I was doing all of these things before I went. If you're not in that habit, I think it would be the most loving thing you could gift yourself would be find someone who can guide you in developing those practices beforehand. Someone like you or, or another integration specialist that can prep you before oh, yeah. and like help you after. But like, really, it has to be an integration specialist. Specialist, It has to be someone who's done what you're about to do because it's, uh, you know, it's an indescribable change and we're using words, but words are so limited here. Totally. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. So getting into the practice of, you know, using your body, using your mind, just kind of like lay down those roots and those grooves prior to ingesting this, this sacred, sacred medicine. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, um, any other last things that you want to share other, before we get to, uh, you know, plugging some stuff for you? Um, any last shares that you want to, um, just anything that's on your heart or? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm just so grateful, man. Like, I'm so grateful. I can't, like, say it enough. I really can't. Everything is going to work out. You know, if you're if you're being called, I promise when you go, everything's going to be, you know, whatever it's going to be is what it is. But like there is such a rewarding journey with ayahuasca and after ayahuasca. Um, And I would I would even argue like any psychedelic. But Mama Aya is, you know, she's a real G. (laughs) That's right. Absolutely. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your insights, your intentions, for your healing, for everything you've done for yourself and everything that is yet to come for the other people that you help. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So how can people book like a a Reiki session with you, coaching session, spiritual? Yeah. Tell us about it. So I am, uh, I have two ventures right now. I am a career coach specializing in helping people leave their current employment situation and find a higher calling, whether that is leaving the, if you're a teacher, leaving the classroom, that's like my personal journey. So I can real, I really help a lot of educators leave the system and find something that's a little bit more grounding, fulfilling and appreciative of them. And I'm also um, helping people leave corporate positions to go into a soul fulfilling position, whatever that is, and taking that leap. So I provide my clients with guidance and a kind of a blueprint, a map to follow. Totally. I offer eight and 12 week packages. So you can work with me one-on-one once a week in, for 50 minutes a week. And you have access to me daily through the Voxer app. Um, and I provide, you know, 
any insights and resources I can, as well as referrals in terms of professional opportunities. And then my other, um, and you can follow me at Jessica underscore Pasilico on Instagram, or go to my website to book a coaching consult at www.jessicaposilico.com. And my other venture is my High Priestess Healing Baby, which um, she we just launched on Monday, me and her and all my personalities. Yes. And, uh, and um, you can book a Reiki healing session, which is um, an, you know, universal life force energy. It's uh, it can be done virtually or in person. We meditate together and I open myself up as a channel um, for the energy to move through me to help move through you. And it it helps ease anxiety, depression, fatigue, um, chronic pain. And it's like it's a supplemental healing modality in addition to whatever other systems you have in place. Um, you can also book a tarot reading session with me if you want to start tapping into your it intuition. I love um, divinity cards and any kind of tool to help us connect to that. You know, is this hitting me? Is this not? Does this resonate? Does this not? It's a great way to start that intuition um, practice. And I offer life coaching and spiritual coaching through that. And you can book any of those things um, with me at www.highpriestesshealing.me. And you can follow me at High Priestess Healing 3 on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So definitely check out Jessica's websites or Instagram. Um, come hang out with her on her lives that she does. Yes. You're really active on Instagram. So you'll Thank always you. find some new content from her. That's really helpful. Um, yeah, I just wanted to thank you again for being here. Thank you for sharing your experience and your insights and your healings. Um, yeah, any, any last words for uh, our audience? And just, it's all love and light, baby. That's, That's right. Yeah, yeah. And some purging. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fucking purging. Right, right. You'll learn to love the purge. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jessica. You, I'm sure we will do this again. And yeah, thank you guys for returning back to the multidimensional journey podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. And um yeah, and as always, remember why you came here. Bye, guys. <laughs>